Welcome, Schmodown fans, to episode 28 of Talking Schmodown. I am your host, Josh the Merc Rainer, editor in chief of Merc and Movie Blog, and I am here to talk about this week in the Schmodown. We have a couple of great matches to talk about, some interesting news, and I'm going to break down the brackets for, uh, for this upcoming singles tournament. So why don't we just get into it right now, because we are talking Schmodown. All right, everybody, I am excited. Uh, this week, uh, it was, it was, there was a couple of really interesting matches. We even had a surprise match. Now, if, if you were watching that match, you would have looked at the time on it, and you would have known something was up. Because ma- singles matches don't usually take an hour and a half. So I knew something was up. I had a feeling uh, that what, what happened was going to happen. And uh, I, 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 was, I liked it. I thought it was really cool. So uh, let's get into some stuff. First, I want to talk about a little bit of news. Uh, Inside Schmodown will return as an hour-long show with both Ken and Roxy Stryer as hosts. Uh, I when I heard this on uh, Collider Live, Christian uh, confirmed this on Collider Live. I was really intrigued by uh, by this. He's really going to turn it into like a full fledged show uh, where they're going to really break down stuff, uh, talk about things, probably have more guests on. I mean, I'm used to the like ten to fifteen minute episodes where it's just Ken talking to a competitor, but I think they're going to do more. You know, they're probably going to have segments and things like that. You know, maybe Frankie Numbers is going to have a segment. I don't know. But there's, they're going to do more. You know, they got a full, they got an hour to really dive in to the week of the Schmodown. Uh, I'm really interested. You know, is this going to compete with their uh, Schmodown rundown? I don't know. But uh, I, no matter what, I'll be watching it. I'll be giving you the, the highlights from it. And uh, I'm, I'm interested. Let me know. Hop on to Twitter. It's uh, MovieBlogMerk. Let me know. Use the hashtag TalkinSchmodown. That's T-A-L-K-I-N Schmodown. Let me know. Are you planning on uh, watching Inside Schmodown once it turns to an hour? I know it's been off the air for a few weeks now. Uh, and I'm curious how many of you are going to go back to it. How many of you... Uh, watched it before and will continue once it's back. How many of you are going to jump on now uh, as it's taking its turn here? Uh, and with the addition of Roxy Stryer, I think that's a, I think that's going to be a really interesting dynamic. Uh, the two of them, they really know how to uh, how to present themselves on camera, uh, and I think that they'll really work well together. The other piece of news is that the official brackets for the Ultimate Schmodown Singles Tournament have dropped. Uh, and because of this week uh, and the winners of, uh, of the match that we'll talk about in a little bit, we actually got the full bracket now. Uh, everything's complete. So I'm going to run down uh, what the matches will be for this upcoming tournament. Uh, so currently, uh, if you're a patron... You may have already watched this match, but the Whitney Seibold and Brendan Meyer match uh, is currently up. That is uh, the first of the uh, tournament matches. We also have Mark Riley and Stacy Howard, Lon Harris versus Paul Preston, 
and Ben Bateman versus Liz Shannon Miller. That is the left side of the bracket. The right side is Ethan Irwin versus Haley Fouch, uh, which we will see at the New York Live show. William Bibiani versus Chance Ellison. John Roca versus Rachel Silvestrini. And Mike Kalinowski versus Janine the Machine. Now, I went through and I did my bracket. I did it uh, the, yesterday or the day, day before yesterday. And uh, I put it up on the Twitter page. You can go over there and see that. It's also on the Movie Trivia Schmodown Facebook page as well. Uh, so I was just going to kind of go through my picks uh, for these matches and who uh, I think is going to take it all the way. Uh, so for the Mark Riley versus Stacey Howard match, I went with Riley. For the Whitney Seibold Brendan Meyer match, which I have not watched yet, I do have Patreon, but I have not watched it yet because I prefer to kind of get through my episode uh, before I jump into the next week's stuff. So I do not actually know who won this match, even though it is available to watch. Uh, I went with Brendan Meyer. Uh, those two, Mark Riley and Brendan Meyer, will face off then against one another, and I have Brendan Meyer winning that one. Then we have the Lon Harris-Paul Preston match. I have Paul Preston taking that one. And then Ben Bateman versus Liz Shannon Miller. I have Ben Bateman with that one. And then those two will face off against one, one another. And I have Paul Preston taking that one. And then Brendan Meyer versus Paul Preston. Brendan Meyer going to the finals. All right. Now for the right side of the bracket. Uh, it is Ethan Irwin versus Haley Fouch, and I have Ethan Irwin taking that one. William Bibiani versus Chance Ellison with Bibiani taking the win. John Roca versus Rachel Silvestrini. Sorry, Rachel, I had to go with my boy, John, the outlaw, Roca. He is the man. Uh, and then Mike Kalinowski versus Janine the Machine. Again, sorry, Janine. Mike's just on, he's on a bit of a roll. Like, I know, you know, what happened. Uh, today he, during, during, or I should say last week, but about the, with the match that we're going to talk about, you know, he did not, he did not close it, you know, he did not get that win. However, you know, it was his second match of the day, and that can be tough. So I really think Mike is still on, uh, he's still on that, on that groove, you know, and I, I have a feeling he's going to take that uh, over Janine. Though I would not be, dis- you know, it may break my bracket, but I would not be disappointed if Janine did beat Kalinowski. Uh, so then I have William Bibiani versus John Roca with William Bibiani heading into the finals. That is right. I have Brendan Meyer versus William Bibiani. Teammate versus teammate. The clash of Shazam here. With none other than the beast, William Bibiani, taking it all the way, winning the ultimate uh, Schmodown singles tournament. I am excited for this. I don't know, you know how accurate my picks are going to be, but I am really excited to see how it all unfolds. This is one of my favorite times of the year for the Schmodown. Getting into these tournaments, you really don't know what's going to happen. Things move real quick. Uh, during this time of the year, and I am excited. So please, please, please hop on the Twitter. Again, that is Movie Blog Merc. Hashtag Talkin' Schmodown. 
Send me your picks. I'd love to see what your brackets look like. Uh, do you guys have the same uh, winner? I had I had one guy. He uh, went on. He told me he had the same final uh, match or yeah, final match with Brendan Meyer and William Bibiani. So at least I'm not the only one thinking that way. So yeah, definitely head over there and send me those picks. I'd love to see what you guys have going on for the Schmodown uh, tournament. So we're gonna jump into match number one. And that is Jared Habon versus Sean Drew Dondapani. Mark Ellis and Classy Clark Wolf are on the desk for this match. And the winner of these two in this inner geekdom uh, bout will go on to face Brandon Hanna. So, uh, you know, it's a big match. You know, it's, it's moving them forward. Getting closer to that belt. So Sean Drew comes out first. He, uh, he comes out to the Chewbacca song. Uh, and for those of you... Who are big fans of the movie Clerks? You will recognize this song as it is featured in in that movie. Uh, he's also wearing a Chewbacca onesie, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, and then uh, Jared comes out, nothing flashy, you know. He's just being Jared. And real quick, speaking of Jared Haybon, you know, for those of you who know, he you know he was uh, on Bachelor in Paradise, him and his uh, fiance. And uh, on the Merc with a Movie blog podcast network, we do now have a uh, Bachelor Nation podcast called Go Get That Rose. So uh, be sure to check that out. It's hosted by Sarah and Jay Wade, two of the co-hosts of uh, my the other podcast on this network, After Live, which is a Collider Live after show. Be sure to check that out. If you guys are fans of Bachelor Nation, of Bachelor in Paradise, The Bachelor, Bachelor, any of that stuff... Hop on over, check out, go get that rose. They break things down. They are hilarious. They kind of tear things down. They they love poking fun at it. It is a great time to listen to. So uh, be sure to check that out. Hashtag go get that rose. All right, so back into things. We are on round one of the Jared Haybon, Sean Drew Don Dupani match. And uh, honestly, Sean Drew really impressed me here. He went 9 out of 10, only missing one question. This was an impressive round for him. Unfortunately for Jared, I cannot say the same. Uh, I do think Jared probably needs to buckle down and study if he wants to continue in this league. This league has changed a lot. and I mean a lot. The competition is fierce in the inner geekdom. This, you know, the inner, I mean, but all of the leagues really, but the inner geekdom in particular is no longer a league that the casual fan of Marvel movies and Star Wars can just hop in and do well. You know, the, these guys now, like Brandon Hanna, you got Kevin Smets, Mike Kalinowski, all these people are really, really studying hard. They are fierce, fierce competitors. And if you even let just a little bit slip past, you are done. You know, and and we see that here. Really, he gets demolished in round one. He only gets four points. So you know, right here at the end of round one, he's down by five. You know, he couldn't even get half of the points, unfortunately. Which is like I said, I really think he needs. If he's going to stay in this league, he needs to buckle down uh, and really do some more studying. I mean, maybe it's just not something that he's going to continue. I don't know. I, I don't know where his heart lies when it comes to it. I'd be, I'd love to have him on to talk about it and see what he thinks. Uh, maybe even have him on uh, the other podcast. Go get that rose. But either way, 
Uh, I, you know, I'm interested to see where his heart lies when it comes to the inner geekdom and the Shmodan as a whole. So then we move into round two. Shandru uh, defers and Jared spins Marvel movies and decides to stay. Now, with this round, I'm not going to say that he did poorly because he answered all five of his questions correctly. He did not allow for any steals. He gave no steals away. However, he did only wind up getting 6 out of 10 points because he had to go to multiple choice four times out of the five questions. So that really did cost him quite a bit. Uh, you know, it, it cost him four total points if, you know, from being able to get them. Obviously, if he was guessing, he probably would have missed and, uh, and Chandra would have picked up some points. So he played it smart. You know, he, he, he definitely he went on the defensive made sure that Chandru could not get any of those steals. But, it, it, man, it held him back a little bit, unfortunately. He was only, like I said, able to get six points. And when he was already down by five, he needed as many points as he possibly could get. Uh, his portion of the round ends, he, he's only up by one. It's ten to nine, and Chandru still has to go. So Chandru goes up, he spins MCU. Uh, and he decides to keep that. So it was, it was really a Marvel-centric uh, round two with Marvel movies and MCU. I thought that was really kind of interesting. Uh, so Shandru has a rough start. He uh, you know he goes multiple choice and misses his first question. Uh, and then goes multiple choice and hits his second question. But you know right there, two questions in, you only got one point. But he was able to pick it up at the end. And he's able to go uh, three for three in his last uh, three questions, getting all those points, all six of those points. So he ends up with a seven-point uh, round two, and it's sixteen to ten in favor of Chandru uh, at the end of round two. He widens the gap from five to six between round one and round two, and that is not looking good for Jared Haybon. This guy is definitely. An IG contender. Uh, you know, I, I think that with a little bit more uh, precision studying, with a little bit more knowledge, just a little, this guy could be top. He could be one of the top dogs. He really could. I think, he, I think he's got what it takes. And I'm interested to see where his uh, Schmodown career goes. So then we get into round number three. And this is unfortunately not a good round for Jared as he misses both his two and five, only getting his three-point question, and Chandru wins via TKO. Never even has to answer a round three question. Uh, Sixteen to thirteen, uh, Chandru takes it home. He will be facing Brandon Hanna coming up uh, soon. This was a rough match for Jared. It really was. Uh, I, I hope that he takes stock of this and he goes back, he does some studying, and he really just buckles down and uh, show, shows everybody what he's got. You know, so we'll see what happens next for uh, for for uh, Jared Habon. Uh, so at the end of this match, we actually got a scene with Robert Meyer Burnett. He's talking to someone. He says, you know, guy talks highly of this person, and he wants this person to join the family and offers them a contract. And that person is none other than the hitman, Brandon Hanna. Now, what the fuck is going on here? Like, seriously. Just last week, Brandon Hanna was shaking the hand of John Roca, joining the Five Horsemen. Now we see him 
over here signing a contract to join the family? What the hell is going on? What about the horsemen? What is happening? I need to know. This is just, I don't know what's going on, but I need to know. And that takes us into match number two, which is Mike Kalinowski versus Ben Bateman, with the winner who will go on to face Jeff Snyder in a number one contenders match. Uh, so we have an opening scene, Robert Meyer Burnett again. He's talking to Roxy Stryer this time in the back. Uh, she, you know, She's complimenting him, but says that he hasn't done anything huge yet. He says that takes time. But he also says... That he has a nuke. He pulls out a piece of this like piece of paper, shows it to Roxy. Roxy's looking over it. She's like, oh man, this is nuts. I don't think Christian's going to go for this. But Burnett is, is confident that Christian will go for uh, whatever this nuke is. I have no, no clue what it could be. But I got to say, I love what they're doing with, with Burnett. You know, ever since he came back, you know, uh, setting uh, Finstock's mask on fire and everything like that. I've I've really been intrigued by what they're doing with him. You know, he's he's you know just pretty much strictly a manager. He's had like what one match against Dagnino, but I love what they're doing. You know, they're they're really they're really kind of almost taking like Mike's corruption angle and making it almost better. You know, different, I guess. You know, it's not necessarily better, but different. And I like that. I really dig what they're doing. And I am super interested to find out what this uh, so-called nuke actually is. So, the classic commentary crew is back. We got Mark and Christian on the desk. It is always a pleasant surprise to see the two of them uh, working together on the desk. Uh, outside of like the live shows, because they always do the live shows together. Uh, but it's nice to just see the two of them on a normal match once in a while. Uh, I mean, I love the others. I love Ken and Danielle and now uh, Classy Clark Wolf. You know, I love all of them. But I gotta say, seeing Mark and Christian back together, that that's good times. So, out first is Ben Bateman. He comes out with uh, Mark Riley and, uh, and Dan Merle. And I love his theme music. It's so I don't I don't know who it is, but it's so cool. I just I dig it. Uh, I love it more than his old uh, music, which is uh, the stuff "Humble" from Popstar, which I love that as well. But this new one, I really think it fits his uh, current attitude. Then comes out Mike Kalinowski. He's there with uh, Ken, Grace, and Stacy. Ken's whiteboard actually says uh, Mangers of the Decade. It's supposed to say Managers of the Decade. Uh, Mark uh, Ellis kind of cracks a joke about it. It's pretty funny. It comes back later on during the uh, exit interviews, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, so we get into round number one of Mike Kalinowski versus Ben Bateman. And this was a rough round for both competitors. I was shocked. These are two... Fairly top tier guys, I think. You know, in my mind, these are guys who it's like, you know, you know, the average person does not want to end up with, you know, having to face off against one of these guys. But they did not do very good. Mike only got three out of eight, and Ben got five out of eight, which is like three out of eight is pretty bad. And five out of eight, that's just kind of like middling, you know, that's really just average, real, just like, eh, okay, 
not great. Like that's what I I mean they that's what like Matt Nose used to get and people used to always pick on him for for kind of being like that middle of the road five uh point first rounder, you know. And that's not where you want to be, uh you know, it, it, when you're trying to be a contender for a belt. You know, you want to be getting those round 1 is where you want to succeed. You know, you want to get as many of those points, at least 7 if not a perfect round, man, so you can get that bonus question and get as many of those points as possible. So, yeah, this was a really disappointing round for uh, both of these guys. Uh, so then we get into round number two. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's definitely better for Mike, I'll say that. Uh, but before we get into the actual questions and whatnot and all the points, there's a new wheel, and this is awesome. Christian has been talking about this for a bit. Now they have a brand new wheel and you can spin from the pegs. And they definitely take advantage of that and start spinning from the pegs here. Uh, you know, it's it's an interesting wheel. Um, I do think I like the design of the old wheel better. Uh, the old wheel had a bit more spin to it. It would go around and around and click, 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 click a bit more. Uh, whereas this one kind of goes and it, it stops a little quicker. Um, so I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it 100%, but uh, you know, as we see it in action a bit more, I'm sure I'll get more and more used to it, and uh, I, I don't know, but uh, I'm just in general happy that they were able to finally get a new wheel, and that people can finally spin from the pegs again. So, we get into round two, like I said, Ben defers, and Mike goes up and spins 90s movies, not really feeling that one. And uh, respins and gets thrillers. Uh, it came so close to getting uh, James Bond. It was like right there. It almost stopped and then it ticked right past it. Uh, so he ended up with thrillers. But you know what? That didn't stop Mike from clearing the board. Got all four questions for all eight points. He demolished that category of thrillers. Uh, ben even put a challenge out to him. He's like... You know, I hope you do get Bond and get all eight points so that you do that and you still lose. Uh, and guess what? He got all eight points and didn't even need James Bond. Uh, ending this portion of round two, 11 to 5. Then we move on to Ben, who spins drama. Wasn't feeling that one. And respins and lands on a Patreon-sponsored uh, slice, Natalie Portman. The thing I've always thought when it comes to these actor, uh, sp- actor and or director, really, but mostly actor specific uh, wheel slices, is I've always thought these are these can be tougher than just, than some of the like decade ones, almost. You know, just because you know an actor can have certain movies. You know, when it comes to decades, a lot of times the question writers aren't diving insanely deep into those decades sometimes you you get some but most of the time they're not be you know just because they're not kind of in that mode yet you know they haven't needed to dig that deep uh for those types of questions but when it comes to actors uh sometimes that's all you got are are kind of movies that you really have maybe haven't seen in a while or are just really garbage uh, and so I've always kind of thought that actor ones are a bit tougher, you know? you got to really know your actor. You know, you got to really know, like, for, for instance, Natalie Portman. you got to really know her stuff. Um, and unfortunately for Ben, 
He didn't quite know his stuff when it came to Natalie Portman, as he was only able to get two out of the four questions for four points. Uh, he missed uh, one question, and luckily for him, Mike did not get the steal on it. Uh, but then he went to multiple choice on one of the other ones, and Mike did get a one-point steal there. Uh, so, really, he, he managed to only gross three three points, really, uh, with that steal there. You know, so that, man, that's rough. Uh, he had a nice, you know, two-point lead there coming out around one, but it's not enough when Mike clears the board on his round two, you know. So we end round two 12-9 in favor of Mike. So you know, Mike was down by two, and now at the end of round two, he's up by three. So that's a big swing. You know, he did fantastic in thrillers, and I applaud him for that. And he he, he earned that that uh, round two swing. He really did. And that takes us into round number three. Uh, right now, we're sitting at twelve to nine in favor of Mike Kalinowski going into this round. I also Ben really at this point really needs uh, to kind of step up his game here, so to speak, uh, to to in order to make it out. And unfortunately, right off the bat, it doesn't look like he's doing that because he misses his first question in round three. I mean, luckily, he is able to get both his three and his five-point questions. Uh, but unfortunately for him, Mike just really uh, was on his game here and uh, cleared out all three of his questions. Ending the match 22-17, to Mike Kalinowski wins the match. And will face off against Jeff Snyder. Uh, Robert Meyer Burnett then comes out. No, no real time to celebrate. He comes out and decrees that Mike has to play Snyder right now. That's right. So as I said before, this is where we find out that there is a hidden secret mystery match. I guess you could say. Uh, but if you were watching the time, if you if you saw the time on this video, it was like an hour and a half. And there's no way that a, just a normal three-round singles match is going to be an hour and a half. So I'm like, it's got to be two. There's got to be two matches. And the only thing I could come up with is that whoever won the match was going to have to face Snyder right then and there. And I was right. You know, uh, it was a fairly easy call to make if you thought about it, to be honest. But I got to say, I was really interested in this. I thought this was a really cool call. Uh, and you know what? Mike Corruption Kalinowski there getting a little bit of a taste of his own medicine, you know? He was, all last year, was just kind of running roughshod over the league, kind of doing whatever he wants. And now we get to see Burnett doing the same thing here. And Mike is on the other end of that. So, now we're going to get into match number three. That's right, a third match for tonight. And that would be Mike Kalinowski versus Jeff Snyder. Winner will go on to New York to face Paul Oyama for the title. Uh, they obviously didn't start the match right after because they had time to uh, take clips from the match uh, and edit together a package with uh, new promos from Corruption. Uh, they were able to film new promos and, and, like I said, edit together a little bit, little package to play in front of it. So 
obviously it wasn't literal. Like it wasn't like okay, you know, five minutes later, boom, get back in there, let's play this match. They have to, you know, they had to set things up, obviously. So uh, it took a little bit, of, a little bit of time. They were able to probably have a little bit of a break, which um, we we've seen actual like boom boom kind of matches, like when um, oh when. Uh, Sam Levine challenged Dan Merle the first time when he when he went for the title the first time. Uh he, you know, Dan Merle fought his match. He came out, boom, cashed it in. They played their match right then. Um obviously they knew that was going to happen. They had the, you know, the the computer set up for it and all that stuff. But that happened right then. This one, you know, they had a little bit of a break. And it was probably helpful for Mike to to be able to have a little bit of a break. Uh even though what happens happens, but we'll get into all of that. Uh, I noticed something during this. They, like I said, they ran this promo package that they put together, and it's, it's literally all corruption. There's nothing from Snyder here, not a single peep out of him uh, during this promo. They didn't put anything from him in here. Mark even tries to go, like, go to the pre-interviews, quote unquote, to uh, you know, to hear from both. He even says that to hear from both competitors, and Christian shoots, you know, just shuts him down and says they already did that. And really, they didn't. They, you never heard anything from uh, from from Jeff Snyder. So I, I don't know what happened there. Uh, I don't know if it was just like they just forgot to you know put his stuff in. But oops. Oh well. So out first was Mike Kalinowski again with Ken Grace and uh, Stacy, and then out comes Jeff Snyder being all Jeff Snydery in his crazy getups. You know, I love it. He, he's. He's out there with Mark and Draco and Roxy Stryer. Jeff Snyder has become one of my favorite competitors to watch. He's entertaining. He's not just like a big douchebag like he used to be. You know, now he's super entertaining. Uh, he's still really good at trivia, so he's he's a great competitor to watch in that aspect. And you just never know what he's gonna do or say. And I I I, I really I really have uh, really grown fond. Uh, of one Jeff Snyder, so, uh, or as uh, Booker T might say, Snyder, Snyder, I love it, with the down. anyway, we're gonna get into round number one, uh, and this was a pretty even-keeled uh, round here, it wasn't anything crazy, nothing spectacular happened, uh, Jeff had five points, and uh, Mike ended up with six, you know, eh, pretty average, not, nothing crazy going on here. Um, the, the final question, though, I did want to bring up, they, they asked, uh, essentially, I'm going to paraphrase, uh, name the movie uh, in which the fake college, or yeah, the fake college, uh, South Harmon Institute of Technology was formed. And I'm sitting there like, it's accepted, it's accepted. And, and, and I'm sitting there, I'm just like, we're shitheads now, and we'll sh- be shitheads forever, which is a quote from the movie. And neither of them got this movie, I could not believe it, I was like, oh man, I love this freaking movie, Justin Long, uh, freaking Jonah Hill's in this movie, I love Accepted, it's such a funny one. Uh, if you guys have not checked out Accepted, go and do that now. And then we get into round number two, uh, Mike goes up and spins Coming of Age. Not liking that one, but unfortunately for him, the wheel had other plans as he re-spins and again lands on coming of age. 
and Mike just like Mike did extremely well in his first match. He cleared the board in round two, got all eight points. Unfortunately, in this game, in this match, he did not do that in any way, shape, or form. Only getting one out of four possible questions correct for two points. He ended up giving away two two steals uh, for a point each during this round, which really not good. You know, he goes in one point up, and he comes out one point up. And that is not where you want to be. Essentially, all the points, the two points that he gained were negated by the two points that he let Jeff steal during this, this round. And it, he, it, it ends up being 8-7 to seven at the end of this, this, this round, with Jeff still having to go. So, Jeff winds up going up, he spins comic book movies, not a fan of that, and respins and lands on Will Smith. Uh, and honestly, doesn't do much better, really. He only gets three points total, two questions, uh, and allows one point steal. Uh, so he, he does swing the the points around. It ends up being 10 to 9. He's up by one. But really, for both of these competitors, it is not a good round two. And that takes us into round number three, the final round of the final match to determine who will face off against Paul Oyama at the New York Live show. I do find it interesting that Mike uh, had his girlfriend Shannon come up to help pick his numbers instead of his managers. You know, you would think that, you know, maybe Ken and or Grace, maybe even Stacy would come up and help. But no, he had his girlfriend. I just, I find it interesting. Um, you know, sometimes he, he kind of drops his whole corruption thing and, uh, and does something else. I, I found it, I found it rather interesting. Not bad, just interesting. So we get into round three. Uh, Mike answers his two-point question. Actually, what I thought was funny about this one is Mike actually answered the question right. It was about the movie uh, The Upside. Uh, and it, the answer was Kevin Hart. is was asking about uh, his character, about um, you know who played his character. So obviously, answer was Kevin Hart. But apparently, Jeff thought it was uh, Brian Cranston because you hear Mike say, Kevin Hart and instantly just like Cranston, you know, because he likes to, you know, if he knows the answer, he likes to, you know, if, if they're wrong, he likes to shout out the answer. And obviously he was wrong. So he obviously was not listening to the question, you know, all the way or maybe hadn't seen the movie quite well enough. I, I don't know. But I thought it was, I thought that was kind of funny, especially with uh, kind of what happens later on. Uh, so then Jeff goes on and answers his two point question. And then we get to Mike's two-point or uh, three-point question, and Mike got a little too cocky here and didn't fully listen to the question. Uh, they were asking for the title of the movie, which was Flash Gordon. He answered the actor. I know it got it was a little bit confusing if you aren't completely listening, because they do just say you know uh, you know it's in the movie Ted. The guys meet the actor uh, who uh, who stars in their favorite movie. Name the movie. They, so they say meet. They you know they meet the actor and, instead of like saying the actor's name or something like that. Um, but you know if he had listened to the question all the way through, 
he would have gotten this. And you never know. You know, the outcome could have been different here. Um, but unfortunately for Mike, he did not. He said, you know, when they asked him, you know, they, they kind of like stopped everything and they asked him for his final answer. And he said Sam Jones. And it was obviously incorrect because that's not what they were looking for. Uh, he obviously does not get the points for that. And then he went on and missed his five-pointer, giving Jeff the win 12-11. to 11. Jeff Snyder wins and will go off uh, to New York to face Paul Oyama for the title. It does make me wonder, you know, if he had listened to the question a little bit more carefully and he would have, you know, in answer that he would have gotten it right, you know he would have. Uh, so this would have put it at, uh, it would have been 12-14, to 14, I believe. So that would have forced Jeff to answer both his, at least his three, if you know, if not his five, if he missed, he would have had to have answered at least one of his questions. And it's always possible that he could have missed both his three and his five. I mean, Mike literally just missed his three and his five. So Jeff could have missed his three and his five, and we could look, we could have been looking at a Mike Kelinowski. Uh, win here instead of a Jeff Snyder win but you know it is what it is the you know the points went where they went the answers went where they went and uh, Jeff Snyder is heading to New York to face off against the youngest championship mode on history Paul Oyama Snyder like I said earlier uh, at the top of this match has become one of my favorite competitors um, and I really think being in a team with Mark and Draco and having a manager like Roxy Stryer has really helped up his game, uh, not just uh, trivia-wise, but it definitely has, um, but also character-wise. I really think that he has progressed and grown as a character in this show, in this game, uh, immensely since he's been part of the Odd Couple, since uh, Anarchy took place. And I gotta say, it's one of my favorite things to come out of Anarchy. I absolutely love the Odd Couple. I think they are truly an Odd Couple, but their pairing is perfect. And uh, I hope that they stay together for a long time. So then we have a closing scene. Robert Meyer Burnett goes into Christian's office to talk. Uh, it's the last day uh, of his commissionership. He gives Christian the nuke. He gives him the piece of paper. Christian opens it. He looks at. He looks it over, and he goes for it. I couldn't believe. I mean, granted, I don't know what it is, and it's obviously you know all part of the story. But I was like, yes, I can't wait to find out what this this new quote unquote nuke is. I, I am so pumped. And it was hilarious to hear Christian just be like, man, that guy is out of his mind. It was, it was too funny. He's like, but I like it, you know? And I like it too. Burnett is out of his freaking mind, and I love it. I love what they've brought with him, and I can't wait to see more. Well, that wraps up uh, all of the matches for this week. Uh, coming up next week, 
We have the singles tournament uh, will begin with the first match, like I already said, is out on Patreon right now. Uh, and on Thursday, it will be available on the YouTube channel for the public, which is Whitney Seibold versus Brendan Meyer. And then we will get match number two uh, for the tournament, which is Mark Riley versus Stacy Howard. Hop on to uh, Twitter again, and that is Movie Blog Merc, uh, M O V I E. B-L-O-G-M-E-R-C, Movie Blog Merc. Let me know what you thought about the matches that happened today. Uh, Were you excited? Were you disappointed? Were you shocked and surprised? Uh, Let me know. Hit me up on uh, on Twitter. And who do you think is going to win these first two tournament matches? Let me know that and send me your brackets. I really want to see what they look like. Uh, also coming up soon, we have the Shire Wolves versus Corruption match, which is available right now for all patrons. It's still available for a little bit, uh, and I think maybe like next week or so, we'll probably get it uh, open to the public. So if you have not watched that emotional match, head on over uh, to Patreon and check that out. Uh, we also, I think tomorrow being Wednesday, well, we will be getting the new releases exhibition match, which is William Bibiani versus Perry Nemiroff versus Alex Marzonia from uh, Collider Live fame uh, versus Brendan the Kid Meyer. I was really intrigued to see Alex Marzonia's uh, name on this on this uh, lineup, and I gotta say, I'm pretty pumped to see what he can do. Uh, and also, this coming Saturday is the second New York Live event out of, I believe, Manhattan is where they are, uh, with the undercard of Haley Fouch versus Ethan Irwin, which is a uh, singles tournament match. And uh, then we also will get the title match of Paulo Yama versus today's winner, Jeff Snyder. Winner will be crowned the Schmodown singles champion. Uh, and then coming up September 14th, uh, they have the live show in Tempe, Arizona. It's Wild Berries versus Late to the Party and Chance Ellison versus William Bibiani in a round one singles tournament match. Then we have October 19th is the Orlando, Florida live event. November will start the teams tournament and December will have the Schmodown Spectacular. So there's a lot going on for the rest of this magic season, season six. I am so excited. Let me know. Hop on to Twitter. Let me know what you guys are excited about for the rest of this season. You can follow me, Josh the Merc Rainer, on uh, all the social media platforms. I'm on Facebook and YouTube uh, at Merc with a Movie Blog and on fa- or on Twitter and Instagram at Movie Blog Merc. So be sure to hit me up there. The podcast network is now over on Anchor. So it's anchor.fm slash movieblogmerc. You can check out all the great podcasts we have over there. We've got, obviously, Talkin' Schmodown, but we've also got After Live, which is our Collider Live after show. Uh, Jay Wade, Mike, Sarah, and Kalen break down the week in Collider Live. It is a great show, so check that one out. As well as Go Get That Rose, our Bachelor Nation podcast hosted by Sarah and Jay Wade. They really dive deep into it and really kind of Poke fun at what's going on in this crazy show, especially now that it's uh, Bachelor in Paradise. And if you are a Collider Live fan and you've started watching uh, Bachelor in Paradise because they've been really talking about it a lot, check out the show. Check out Go Get That Rose and let us know what you think. Uh, Also, if you are interested, you can hop on to Anchor and send us a voice message. 
Uh, you can ask us a question, send us a comment, and you can do that for any of the three shows for Talking Schmodown, After Live, or Go Get That Rose. Be sure to hop on to Anchor and send us your voice message today. Uh, if it's something cool or good, if it's a, a good question or an awesome comment, we will definitely play it on uh, during the podcast. All right. So thank you again. I am Josh the Merc Rainer, Editor-in-Chief of Merc with a Movie Blog. Thank you so much for checking us out, for listening, for joining us for this episode number 28 of Talking Schmodown. It has been great and I am loving it. I love doing this and uh, I love just being able to talk with you guys about what's going on in the Schmodown. So with all of that, we have been Talking Schmodown. See you next week.